Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is The Americans. Today we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 6, titled, Trust Me. Okay, there is so much happening in this episode. Like, there is a gigantic amount of stuff. A gigantic amount of stuff for us to break down here. Mainly, the fact that Philip and Elizabeth, throughout this episode, were attacked, captured... Tortured, both physically and emotionally, made to think that they had been blown and that they were going to lose their children. All by their own people! All 100% by their own people. It does not get much more sadistic than that. It does not get much more effed up than that. Because, like, the whole, like, first half, little bit more of this episode, where we are made to believe that Philip and Elizabeth have been caught. It is so tense. It is so unnerving. You're made to think, oh my god, this is it. They're blown. Their cover is gone. Uh, the government knows who they are. Uh, the government is ready to take them in. And there's sort of, like, a few seconds when you're like, oh my god, is the rest of the series going to be just Philip and Elizabeth dealing with the consequences of them being caught? Like, maybe maybe this whole Breaking Bad-esque secrecy-keeping thing was just a deliberate misdirect for five episodes. Like, it's just so painful to witness. Like, it's so unnerving and terrifying. And just as you're thinking, how the hell are they going to get out of this? Uh, they, they're they saying, we'll die before we'll talk. Like, what is this? What is happening? What is going on? Like, just when you're at peak terror, peak, just peak discomfort. Like, you are at your climax of concern. Then Claudia comes in and is like, alright, that's enough. See, uh, we, we we weren't actually going to, like, your cover's not actually blown. Uh, we just needed to be sure, 100%, that you guys weren't the mole. Because very few people knew about the FBI thing, and you were the first, so, I mean, we needed to be sure. Oh my god, I'm getting punched in the face. <laughs> and I love, like, the two stark reactions uh, Elizabeth, who trusted these people, genuinely trusted these people her entire life, is now, like, drowning Claudia and punching her in the face over and over and over. Meanwhile, Philip's just, like, all calm, like, yeah, I kind of knew this would happen. <laughs> yeah, I never really did trust these assholes. Like, and he gets a gun, he points a gun everywhere, but 
that's about all he does. And it's like this really like, and even in the viewer, like you're so freaking angry. You're like, hey, idiots. These are the guys that got you the FBI codes in the first place. They're the ones in the most danger here. And now you have the audacity to say, oh, it could be the mole. We don't know. And just torture them. Like, it's just the biggest pile of bullshit. It's the biggest pile of bullshit ever. Like, and, and you kind of feel the anger uh, from specifically Elizabeth. Like, you kind of reflect that. that. That's very much carried over to the viewer. And it's a really, really cool plot line, and I especially love the reveal. Well, was it a reveal, or did we hear about it earlier? We might have heard about it earlier. Uh, but the actual vocalization to Philip that Elizabeth gave a report saying that Philip, quote-unquote, liked it here too much. And that may be what? caused this whole deal. And so, Philip and Elizabeth start to have some serious issues. Start to have some extremely, extremely big problems. Philip's real pissed off. Uh, I especially love the ending when Philip just sort of leaves the bedroom, just goes to sleep literally anywhere else. And Elizabeth's like, Hey, I I'm sorry, like, you're not the only one who got hurt today. I was attacked in my home, captured and tortured uh, by the people who I trusted for so long. And Philip basically says, yeah, that pretty much says it all. And just closes the door, like, yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, it was this mic drop moment of, yeah, you really shouldn't have trusted them. Gee, maybe take a page out of my handbook. Like, it's, it's so good. It's so, so good. I also love how they cover up the fact that they've been gone all day by running their car into a tree. Like, they cover it up by causing an accident. It's phenomenal. It's really, really phenomenal. Like, this is a real good plot line. And that's only one of, like, the five various things that are happening in this episode. Uh, you also have uh, Stan and Nina sort of pulling off this con to get suspicion off of her. To sort of calm down the mole investigation. And this is ingenious. This is absolutely ingenious. So Nina, after coming to Stan and being like... Oh my god, I'm so scared. Uh, they're looking for a mole and I'm gonna be killed. Ah. Stan sort of comes up with this elaborate plan that involves, or at least starts off with, Nina taking pictures of classified documents. Doesn't matter what, it, it just needs to be classified. So, she takes the pictures of the documents, then goes to have, then goes to have sex with uh, the resident. And. 
while this is happening, Stan has some guy in a tea shop dump some jewels into the resident's tea bag. And also, like, calls from what they make look like multiple payphones, one of which was outside FBI headquarters, to make it look like the resident is the mole, Vasily is the mole, and the FBI is trying to contact him desperately. And, <laughs> like, there's kind of, like... There's kind of little hints of, oh, this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. This is what they're doing. But it doesn't really, like, it doesn't really dawn on you. Or at least it didn't dawn on me, at least the first time. Until they're in the office being like, man, those messages you got were weird, huh? Yeah, I didn't understand them. Hmm. You know, they came from multiple payphones, one of which was outside FBI headquarters. Like, as soon as this conversation began between the resident and this other dude whose name I forget, as soon as that conversation began, like, it dawns on you, like, oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, they find the diamonds, they find the information, and then just take them out of the country to presumably be killed. <laughs> Take him out of the country to presumably uh, be murdered. But Nina's safe! Yay! Like, it, it, oh, it's so good. It, it's so good. It almost feels like a heist movie, but in reverse. And it's so fun and satisfying, uh, but also operates in the moral gray area that I love from the Americans. Because, like, they literally just put some random dude to death who did not deserve it at all. Like, it, it's so good. It, it's so, so freaking good. And kind of shows just, like, what Stan is willing to do to protect his informant. To protect Nina. And how far Nina's willing to go to protect herself. Uh, we also... While the whole Philip and Elizabeth being captured thing is happening, uh, we have Paige and Henry sort of being stranded at the mall and being forced to hitchhike. And I love this. Like, I, I'm pretty sure this is, like, the first significant arc the children have. This is the most significant arc the children have yet. The first significant storyline. And it's great. It's absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they find the car of this one dude. They wave down the car of this one dude. Uh, Paige is ready to get in, but Henry's all nervous, like, oh, we shouldn't get in. Uh, but Paige forces him to get in. Uh, and they have what feels like a pleasant conversation, what feels like a totally normal, totally present, uh, a totally pleasant, totally whatever conversation and then they make a stop to feed the ducks and this is where this dude starts to be a creep so 
So as he's making Henry feed the ducks, uh, he's like giving Paige beer, talking about how she's gonna break some hearts in a few years. Then when Paige and Henry try to walk away, he like yells at them like, no, someone paid for that beer, me, so sit down. Henry notices that he has like a knife on him and then just smashes a beard o- a beard smashes a beer over his head and ju- and they just run away like it's this really tense brilliantly handled very down to earth sequence that I freaking adore and then they get home and Paige's like oh you were so brave and Henry's like yeah I had an accident <laughs> like you're sort of reminded that they're just little kids at this point. Uh very, very young kids. Uh we also get like some little bits with Martha, where Clark, quote unquote, is telling her how much he wants to see her, and then he gets captured, and then he comes back the next day, like, Oh, I'm sorry, I uh I missed our little date. Uh I was in a car accident. I was in a real bad car accident. Here's a necklace. So that relationship's kind of sturdy and chugging along. Uh, And we also got a little tiny epilogue to the last episode. uh, Where Gad basically presents Stan with this file and says, Hey, so... This guy was murdered not too far from the meeting... At the exact same time. So. Yeah. He's probably. Their source of information. Uh, He was probably a leak. To the Russians. So. There's that. Kind of have that confirmed. Like a, a nice little epilogue. To that last very good episode. Holy crap, there was so much going on in this thing. (laughs) There was so much happening here, and I love every second of it. Uh, The Americans, season one. uh, Honestly, getting better with each episode. Like, this is sort of... This is sort of a first season where it's not perfect, has some minor issues, but... Like, it's sort of solidifying its own feel. It's sort of solidifying... It's identity and solidifying its narrative brilliance. Uh, This is a fantastic episode. It's really, really phenomenal. Uh, If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 7. Talk to you then.